Welcome to the Location Technology Podcast from Kuppa, bringing you everything you need to know about all things location. Find out more at kuppa.com forward slash podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Location Technology Podcast from Kuppa. Um, today, I'm joined by uh, one of the co-founders here, uh, Kimmo Kaliola, and we're going to do a series where we will be exploring some of the founders of Gulpa, talking about their history and uh, and where they are at the moment and where they're going to go to in the in the future. So, um, Kimmo, welcome to the podcast. And if you'd like to introduce yourself and uh, give us a name and a title. Thank you. Yes. Yes. My name is Kimmo Kaliola. And I'm, I'm currently the head of strategic projects at Coop. Okay, perfect. Before we get started, uh, I wanted to ask a, a quick fun fact. So here at Coop, we've had uh, we've had uh, what we call winter days uh, previously, and we've had two two great trips abroad. So there was one to Levi in uh, in northern Finland in Lapland, and then there was one also to Kormajor in in Italy. So um, I'll get started by asking which one did you prefer and why? Well, both were. Obviously, great and and kind of uh, always to be remembered trips. But but the Levi Levi trip was the was the one that I I, I think it was the kind of the uh, the most important and and kind of eye opening experience. It was the first trip with the whole Coupa team, and and we were already at least almost forty people back then. So the company had grown quite a bit. We of course had had other trips before, but but that was the kind of the really a, a big trip. And and of course I I didn't know how it would go and and how how people would would kind of enjoy and feel. But but it turned out better than I ever thought. We had a lot of fun together. Uh, I think everybody had a lot of fun. And and well, the the one uh, kind of uh, funniest. Uh, uh, Thing I remember from that trip was was when our recently hired uh, Chinese sales director David uh, sang the Koopa song through uh, through his mobile phone and sent it sent it to the rest of the company. Uh, he, he was sitting alone in, in a hamburger bar or, or, or restaurant and, and and he was kind of uh, sharing his feelings and, and and singing the famous Koopa song, which was actually. Also composed and, and invented during the same trip just on the previous night. But uh, first of all, that told me that uh, that we had made uh, the right choice hiring David. So he, <laughs> he, he, had, he had been in the company literally just a couple of weeks. It was the first time he met everybody and everybody met him. But but uh, he, he was immediately part of the the Coupa spirit and and it also kind of uh, told me that. Uh, Uh, obvious that that the Coupa spirit is is unique and, and 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 something that people kind of want to relate to. So so that that was that was the the funniest moment, and and that trip was the the most most uh, uh, memorizable from from that point of view. But but yeah, Kurmaier was 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 in the, on, almost on the same level, but it was not the first one. So that that's why Levi is is, is number one. Perfect. All right, sounds good. I, I can imagine there's probably some alcohol involved in the uh, in the making of those videos, but well, well, I have I have to emphasize here that David was was really in a hamburger restaurant and and he he was having a coke. <laughs> he was sing, he was singing the the Coupa song with with the coke. Even still, had the Coupa spirit. 
Okay, so. perfect. All right, so so we're, we're doing this podcast about the founders because we wanted to learn a little bit more about uh, the background and how, how we came to Corpa. So did you want to give me like a brief overview into into uh, what did you do like directly at, at after high school or what was your like uh, first career steps? What did you study? What did you what did you do for a job before before uh, working in location technology? Sure. Yeah, from well, from high school, well, first I went to went to the army for a year, but then after that I started my studies in in Helsinki University of Technology, uh, which is located one kilometer away from where we are today, from from Kuppa headquarters. And uh, haven't gone far. Yeah, no, I have. I I, I haven't gotten that far, but but yeah, I, I studied there uh, to study electrical engineering and. Uh, and why I went there, I, I was obviously interested in, in technology, and uh, and I, I saw that uh, there's a lot of possibilities to to, to kind of uh, for for working by by studying electrical engineering. I didn't know anything about what I want to do, uh, but 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 I I was interested in the in the subject, and uh, so I studied there for 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 a couple of years. Uh, I started in 1992, so that was the time in in Finland. We, we, we were just kind of uh, getting out of the the recession, and uh, and it was not that easy to find jobs during those days. Uh, my first summer job uh, was actually at the university. I I didn't get another summer job because of the lack of jobs at that time. So I went to ask my professor if. If there's something that that I could do during the summer in the in the in the lab, and uh, and he said, well, well, we'll figure out something for you. And then then I I went there and, and I, I kind of uh, started to do some research on on radio propagation and antennas, um, which was given to me as a subject, and I thought it was really interesting. So I actually continued then uh, during the rest of my studies to to work there as a part-time research uh, assistant. And uh, and then I ended up also making my master's thesis in in the laboratory on on radio propagation and uh, and kind of smart antenna systems, which were which were becoming an interesting research topic because Nokia at, at that time was was already in its kind of uh, early phases of growth and, uh, and 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 the whole wireless research was was kind of a, a big big thing in Finland and there was a lot of funding for for that so so that's how I got then involved uh, in, in 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 the wireless world okay so so you mentioned Nokia so did you go to Nokia straight after university no I, I did not I I mean then yeah that was interesting I, I graduated in 1997 and at that time Nokia was really growing fast and and they were kind of employing almost everybody on the street and, and then I thought that well uh, I I'll, I'll figure something else. I, I I just don't want to go with the with the flow. So so I actually stayed in the in, in the laboratory to do my postgraduate studies. I started to work on on my doctoral thesis around radio propagation, kind of continuing on what I had done in in my master's thesis. There was still a connection with Nokia. So Nokia was one of the founder, funders of the of the program, and and obviously there was a kind of a industrial interest. But but I I, I enjoyed the kind of the free atmosphere at the university while having then kind of contact with the industry. I did that for a couple of years uh, until when I, then I thought that, well, actually, 
Hannu Kauppinen, who is also one of the Coupa founders, he asked me in, in one during one conference trip in, in Canada whether I would be interested to join Nokia. And, and then, then I was a bit hesitant in the, in the beginning because I thought that I, I want to finish my, my doctoral thesis. And, uh, and then I decided and, and got the possibility to work part-time for, for the university and part-time for Nokia. So kind of having, having one leg at that university and, and then, then the other one at Nokia. And that's what I did for two years until, until I fi- finalized my doctoral thesis. And, and then in, in 2002, I joined Nokia like uh, as a full-time researcher at, at that time. Still continuing working uh, with, with the same topics so, on, on radio propagation measurements and modeling for mainly for, for uh, the, the 3G and, 3G and, and 4G systems, which were kind of in, in their uh, development or well the 4G is, it was was still in the infancy but but all the research that that was done then was kind of uh, supporting the the building of the of the networks and also the uh, the, the wireless transceivers for for those networks and, and the antenna systems of course okay yeah it's interesting even in just a short uh, short time I've been in Finland which is about 4 years now I I realized that almost everybody has has worked at Nokia and <laughs> everybody kind of has that same uh, same connection to some some kind of extent but then um obviously there, there's there's five founders that are still currently working here at Kuppa so uh, what was the story behind how did you all meet who who was the first one from your perspective or or how did it how did it kind of come about Sure uh yes I mean in, in 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 about 2004, uh, my my boss back then, Hannu Kauppinen, he he gave me the task to to start looking into into location technology. So the wireless uh, network building was was kind of a, or, or the modeling was was becoming uh, kind of a, well not 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 complete, but but anyway mature enough for 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 us in, in the Nokia Research Center to look at something new. And, and then obviously location technology was something which was already back then seen to be a big thing for, for mobile phones and the industry. And uh, even that was even two years before Nokia launched the world, world's first GPS-enabled mobile phone. But we started to look into indoor positioning because we saw that the GPS will solve the, the location problem outdoors, but it, it won't solve the the, the problem indoors and, and then we started to, to look into that field and that, that's when when we hired or I hired Antti Kainulainen first as a summer intern at, at Nokia to work on the topic and and then uh, I believe two years later then Fabio Belloni was uh, was also hired uh, by myself to, to work on the same topic I there was also an interesting uh, twist that I, I was the uh, opponent of, of currently Dr. Belloni in, in his uh, doctoral thesis dissertation. So that's how we kind of uh, met. And of course, we worked in the same project and, and then we hired him to work at, at Nokia. But uh, both Antti and Fabio, they were, they were since, since their beginning at, at Nokia working, working in my team and working in the indoor positioning uh, challenges. Ville Ranki, uh, then the, the fourth of the founders, he actually had joined Nokia already uh, before we started the, the positioning technology research. So he, he was first first working on on other topics, but but then 
then also he got involved in the in the team working on on the indoor positioning and that th- these four people were the kind of the uh, the, the main team developing the, the technology during Nokia times. And then Carl Snellman, uh, he was working also at, at Nokia Research, but he was working in the US, in, in Boston. And, uh, and we didn't know him in the beginning, but then when, when, we, were, when we started to demonstrate the technology, then, then, then we got to new Carl, because he was working with uh, 3D modeling and, uh, and, and that sort of things, indoor maps, and, and those were obviously needed to demonstrate the indoor positioning. So, so when we went together to, to trade shows, Carl was the one making the, the, the visualizations of the positioning. And that's how we then met Carl. So, and so also, also he was part of uh, kind of a, not, not, uh, not a full-time part of the team, but, but all, already part of the team several years before, before Coupa was then founded. Okay, so clearly everyone worked at Nokia at one one point or another. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so how did the idea of Coupa come about, or, or what was it like in the in the early days? Was it like kind of obviously it was the main thing that you were you were doing at Nokia Research Center, but obviously the concept of Coupa was it was it like a side hustle or was it like a side project that you were working on, or, or how did how did that come about? Well, of course, in the beginning the. The plan was that uh, well, well, yeah. First of all, it was only a research project. We didn't really know what what will be the commercial outcome, if any. Uh, so Nokia Research Center was was a kind of a corporate research unit where we had a lot of freedom in in developing uh, technologies and and then seeing later whether they are applicable for for some businesses. And uh, when when we started to to, to achieve. Uh, Good results with the technology. Then, then of course, uh, there was also kind of business development activities taking place on how 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 do we commercialize the technology? How how do we make business out of them? And and uh, and there were plans uh, inside Nokia to to, to build uh, build business around the indoor positioning at that time. But it, it turned out that it it, it it was a bit too early. The, the market was was still not ready for kind of a wide scale adoption of indoor positioning technologies. And so there, it kind of became evident that if we want to continue around this topic, then it should happen outside Nokia. And, and that's what we then discussed uh, in, in very good spirit with Nokia. And, uh, and that's how then Coupa got founded in, in 2012. So we agreed with Nokia that, that we will we will continue the development uh, in in our own company, which we then founded, and uh, and uh, and that's where it all started. Wonderful. So, so how did your role uh, develop at, at the company, or like what did you do at the beginning versus like what you're doing today in terms of your role at the company? Obviously, there's massive changes that have happened over the last ten years or so. So, um, because I, I believe you were you were selected as the as the CEO, so you were the kind of natural-born leader in terms of uh, the other co-founders. So, uh, was that something that you always wanted to do, or you know, there's a few questions in there in terms of the career development? Yeah, well, I think uh, the main reason I, I I was the the first CEO was was because everybody had their white clear roles in the team. We were only five working founders and uh, everybody had their own 
expertise, so to say, uh, as part of the team. And uh, and my role at Nokia had had been uh, mostly the project leader, making sure that 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 the project gets funding and it, it has all the resources and uh, and kind of uh, making sure that uh, everybody is running in the same direction. So it was in a way natural for me then to continue in that role also when Coupa was founded, and uh, and that's also what I did in the beginning. So so I, I was I was mainly. Uh, responsible for for setting up all the necessary infrastructure for, for the company, starting from the office premises and uh, accounting office uh, agreements, uh, uh, everything that is needed for kind of uh, commercializing the the technology. While then the four guys were were concentrating on on continuing developing the technology without having to worry about uh, whether they're they're. Um, Bills are paid and, uh, and 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 so on. So my my role was kind of uh, in a way um, to integrate the team and and then to make sure that uh, that we have the we have the resources to to operate. Okay, so so uh, as as a, the leader of the company at the time, what, did you have any uh, like role role models in terms of leadership, or where did you learn your information from in terms of? Uh, you know, books or or gut feeling or the strategy of the company moving forward and and things like that that you just mentioned. Where where did you kind of, or did you just make it up as you were going along? Well, yeah, I mean that's uh, well, I, I didn't read it from the books. Of course, I've read read some books about leadership and and there were also also some uh, I think really good courses at Nokia for 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 leadership and and for leading people and and motivating people and. Uh, achieving results together. I was uh, a team leader at Nokia for eight years before Coupa was founded. So of course I had already some experience about, about leading people and, and working with the, with the team. So uh, I think that, that taught me a lot. Uh, but then I didn't know anything about leading, leading businesses, uh, but, but I knew how to, how to make uh, everybody feel, I hope at least uh, everybody feel comfortable of, of working in the team and working together and, and kind of um, making sure that, that we are really using our time efficiently to, to achieve the same goal. Um, I, I think it, it, it's mostly, I mean, it, it, almost everything in my career or, or, or life as a whole, I've learned kind of uh, by doing. So I don't know what, what's the saying in, in English, but in, in Finnish we say kantapan kautta, so kind of... Uh, based on experience. First you do mistakes and then you avoid doing the same mistakes again and, and that's how you go forward. So so I, I think I've, I've mostly followed that path. And, and then of course, if you're open with people and uh, then you then you easily see what works and what doesn't. Of course, yeah, yeah. So uh, after the first first uh, five co-founders, who was the first person that got hired in, into into the company at Coupa? The first person that got hired was uh, well it, it was Timo Toivanen uh, Timo Toivanen was already working with us during the Nokia days but he was working for another company back then so he was a kind of a subcontracted developer at that time and and he continued when when Coupa was founded also to work first first as an external uh, consultant but then he was he was hired by by Coupa about the same time, then, uh, which was about one year from the company had 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 been founded, also Thomas Hasselman. So Hasu, 
our our head of sales got hired. So Timo and Hasu they they came almost at the same time. Okay, perfect. And and actually, even even me working here at Corpa, I can see that a lot of the core uh, people over the last ten years have always remained the same, really at the heart of Corpa. So why do you why do you feel that is? How come? How come we still have that core core set of people? Because of course we've achieved a certain amount of success, and some people might say, "Yeah, well, you know, that's enough. All right, I'm going to retire now and go move to Spain or something." So, so why why would you say uh, people have really stayed at, at the core of this company? Well, that's a good question, and I, I think that's that's by the way one of the one of the key drivers around the success of Coop. I would say that especially during the first. Five years when we didn't have that much growth, and uh, and it was uncertain whether whether we would actually be able to achieve growth and uh, and, and and profitability. It was it was really really important that that everybody believed in the same goal and 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 wanted to work together. We had a lot of uh, fun together. Uh, I think. Uh, there was there was a lot of that 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 we wanted to work for Coupa because we, we we liked it that much and and I think that's that's one of the those factors that I also want to want us to to nurture and 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 make sure that we don't lose that when when the company grows but I think that was there was that that glue of of kind of uh, working together we didn't we, we didn't grow fast but we were seeing uh, obvious signals of of moving to the right direction. And uh, I, I think during those early days, the, the kind of the core team of Coupa was was really, uh, in, in a way, glued together or, or knew knew how to how, how to work together and, and and wanted to work together. I think it's it's really important to to have these kind of long uh, relationships because then you can really be open about all the things and you can. You know how how people are and how 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 they react, but but you can you can also trust that uh, that you can say how how you feel and 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 then they can also say how how they feel. So so it's a it, it, and and of course during those days when we were still under under ten people, it was really only one team. The the, the whole company was one team, and uh, and that's uh, that's probably where the kind of the core was was then, in a way. I guess, I guess at that time you could all fit in one meeting room. Which is not possible anymore. Easily. Well, actually, our first office was 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 about the size of one of the meeting rooms today. Okay, perfect. Well, I think I think some of the things that you're touching on now are leading me perfectly into my next question, which is this: um, at Coupa, we often talk about this Coupa spirit that we have. So, and I will ask this from all the other co-founders as well. So, what do you feel uh, like? How would you define the Coupa spirit? What is it that you know keeps everyone um, happy at work? I guess. Tough one, I know. Yeah, it's it's definitely not the easiest question, uh, but but I can I can I can only tell what it what it means to me and and, and how I feel it and and how how I feel it is is that uh, that um, I want everybody to to be able to be themselves uh, at Coupa uh, and 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 with Coupa uh, both in the office working uh, around the daily tasks, but but then also. When, when celebrating together and, and having fun and, and also I think some of the kind of the uh, concrete illustrations of the of the Coupa spirit were already in the early days when we when we had the first company events we actually invited uh, people's or, or, or 
uh, everybody's uh, employees' families to to join those those events. So so there were our kids and 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 also spouses were were taking part of uh, part in our events. It's not possible anymore, at least so easily, because the company has grown. So there would be hundreds of people, but when we were less than ten, it was then maybe 30 people and of course you get a better party if you invite more people so but but that's also how people kind of became knowing each other even better because they met their families and and it was it was in a way it was uh, it was not only a, a place to work but it was really a kind of a part of part of your life and and I I hope we could still have uh, some of these uh, these uh, things kind of maintained even though the company grows so that we wouldn't just be a place to work but but we'd actually have also fun outside the work and and, and really really kind of a feel of being part of the same same Coupa family wherever we are at the office or or not at the office okay so i'll just write down parties <laughs> no i th- i think uh, also even uh, like for myself being here it's uh, it's a lot of that uh, kind of feeling of being on a mission and everyone has like this kind of collective goal that we're all working towards and even though we have different like departments or business units from sales to product marketing solution management everyone is kind of pushing towards that same same north star as it were so that's that's probably how i feel about it so there we go um So uh, we'll 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 finish up now uh, but uh, going back to one of the questions a little bit earlier like uh, again how did your how did your role at Corpa kind of develop because of course we we've had a new CEO for a little little while now so how was that transition or how was the uh, how was your not daily tasks you don't have to go into what what you do every day but how has that kind of uh, changed over the last let's say over the last year Yeah, well, that's that's definitely a question close to close to my heart. Uh, as I, that's something that I've been I've been thinking a lot uh, in the past or during the past years. Uh, maybe I mean a couple of years ago, I I, I started to feel that uh, when the company uh, had grown to to tens of people and and my role had changed from from being a team leader and and kind of a, an integral part of the team. Then, then to be the CEO, kind of needing to watch over several teams' work, uh, and and then of course it had become quite 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 hectic because we had a lot of people, a lot of a lot of opinions, and and then then I was I was obviously the, the guy who who needed to say the the kind of the final the, the final decision, yeah. and I I have to say that I didn't enjoy it anymore as much as I had enjoyed it in in the beginning, uh, and. Uh, And also, it, it it didn't come any more naturally. The communication, for example, didn't any more flow uh, similarly as it had flown before when when we had worked all in the same, basically in the same room. And and then every everything that happens in that room is is immediately kind of uh, in everybody's uh, knowledge. And 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 that kind of helped helped us to to to, to go forward. But then when the company grown grew and, and that didn't anymore that wasn't anymore the case then we started to need structure leadership structures communication structures all that which is needed in a real company and it's in, inevitable it's it's something that obviously is needed but then I didn't have that experience on on how to how to build that structure of course I, I built it and I, I was I was part of it and but but I I, I kind of started to feel that uh, that uh, that my Kind of my character was not anymore the the kind of the the optimal match with uh, with with leading 
such a bigger company with, with such a leadership structure. So that's why I then uh, expressed my, my opinion on, on us uh, hiring uh, a CEO who comes from a bigger company, who has that kind of uh, uh, mindset of, of, of leading a, a bigger team and, and also, also experience on, on developing and, and growing businesses. Another difference, obviously, was that in the early days we, we didn't have we didn't have much to, to to build around. So it was really kind of uh, everything was was still like research. We we were doing things uh, in a way for us for us at least for the first time. We, there was there was no book on how how do you start a startup. Well, there, there are books, but anyway, kind of <laughs> all the startups are different. So yeah. so that was still and, and that was really uh, enjoyable. But then when we kind of uh, Saw that okay now this is this is the product and 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 and, and this is how, how we do business then it's mostly about scaling it up making it uh, making it bigger uh, in in a way repeating the same thing more and and, and better and uh, and amplifying it and I thought that that that's not anymore where I I have my kind of uh, strengths so so and that that's then how that that was then how Sammy got. Uh, uh, hired as the new CEO, and I'm, I have to say that I'm really, really happy, happy about Sammy and, and 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 the fact that we that we found him, and and he's now doing his job really well. Perfect. All right, um, I think we've covered everything for today. So I'd like to thank you, Kimmo, for for being a guest on this podcast, and um, I hope to see you again on another one. Thank you. Yes, and happy birthday, Kupa, as well. Ten years. Uh, Ten years. Happy birthday. <laughs>